Hey guys, it's Pete. What's happening, financial coaches? Hey, wanted to talk to you about something because I see this a lot and, you know, part of me is of two minds about it. You know, when you're going out and starting a business or starting a YouTube channel or writing a blog, whatever, you do want to find your niche. And I think that's important because you want to figure out what you're going to focus on and build that audience with. Now, in financial coaching, what I've seen a lot of times is that people are saying you know what is your target demographic or basically what is your niche you know who are the people that are really in your wheelhouse kind of in that sweet spot the ones that you can really sink your teeth into do you have a lot of knowledge do you have a lot of experience kind of to bring to bear on that and you know who are you going to help and what i've seen usually uh, in response to that is uh, people writing some very very specific responses i am looking for professional ladies with an income between this and that you know that maybe grew up in a broken household or whatever or i'm looking for only couples with uh um, children that are in college or I am only looking for pre-retirees or whatever it might be and those get very very specific and the problem with it is that most of these are written long before anyone is actually doing any coaching of their own with actual real paying clients and what I would say here is there's probably no problem envisioning what you think your niche client is but I would say you want to get out there and you want to work with a bunch of different people because until you have kind of experienced people in different life stages and different points on the spectrum and of different uh, ilks, you know, it's really hard to say that this is where you're going to specialize. Now, you might find that after working with a dozen people or 20 people or 30 people or whatever it is that you're you're saying, hey, you know, um, I, I do find myself kind of retreating back to what I thought I was good at which is married couples or uh, couples with kids or, or individuals or empty nesters, whatever it might be. And that's well and good because what you've done now is you've kind of validated that initial hunch. You know, you've kind of connected your, um, your groove with your experience and that's a great discovery. But I think in a lot of cases, it's really hard to say that you feel most comfortable and you feel like you add the most value or that uh, the clients and the participants get the most value from you until you actually experience it. Because the reality is that uh, times are changing all the time, right? The economies are changing, jobs are changing, you know, technology is changing, uh, people are evolving. And so what you think might be really valuable to people today might not be what they're looking for tomorrow. And you might find that um, you may not be that strong in something, right? For, for me, I actually don't really like doing the budgeting conversation that much because to me, where I really enjoy, uh, you know, uh, helping people is helping them achieve financial independence, financial freedom, right? You know, so uh, that ability to kind of do now in life what they want to do. And I love all those tips and all the tactics around it. And it gets really elegant and it's kind of new. And I think a lot of people don't find this in the kind of the traditional financial sense. But uh, despite the fact that I don't like kind of getting into budgeting basics, a lot of people, even working with me, where I don't necessarily specialize on that, but I do bring enough information that I can talk about uh, zero-based budgeting, or I can talk about the no-budget budget, or some of the techniques, or kind of the, the, the hidden key of budgeting is uh, only worrying about the discretionary income. You know, I can bring those things to a budget conversation, and sometimes people will find that really, really valuable. And what I might find is that uh, that just becomes my referral source. People want more and more of that, and that becomes kind of what I'm known for, even though maybe that's not exactly the topic that I would want to talk about nine out of 10 times. And maybe there isn't a business for the topics that I want to talk about. So even though I feel like it's a little bit old hat and it's uh, kind of traditional and it's more just 
uh, tried and true and that that is redundant to a lot of the information out there i might find my core business in that demographic even though that's not really what i set up as my core niche so uh, despite the fact that you might think you have a target audience a target demographic a core niche you know those types of things where you're going to focus on it what i would say is put that in the back of your mind Keep it in mind, maybe write it down somewhere, but then just go out there and try to get people of all different stripes. Get some experience with them because I think it's like learning sports. That's my analogy is it's hard to say I really enjoy any particular sport if I haven't played it yet, right? So what I usually tell people, especially when they're kids, right? You know, get out there and try all the sports. You don't know if you like it or not, right? So for me, uh, a couple years ago, and I wish I tried it earlier, I tried Ultimate Frisbee. Um, I knew it existed. It didn't really seem that interesting to me when I saw videos and clips and heard about it. Uh, but I finally, at the behest of a friend of mine, joined him for an Ultimate Frisbee game and really enjoyed it and played it um, all season and then played in a, the league with him the following year as well. So I really enjoyed it. But had I not tried it, I wouldn't have known that that was something I was going to enjoy. And so, you know, growing up, I played all the kind of conventional ones, soccer and tennis and football and basketball. And, st and, and I could tell the ones I was going to stick with and the ones that I wasn't. But, you know, if I tried some of the other things earlier, I might have said, hey, maybe I would want to spend more time on this and that. Right. So I don't know that you will find the niche that you really fall in love with, or that demographic or that audience that you're really going to fall in love with long term, unless you just try. Right. And you start to get that feeling of, hey, you know, the ones I really enjoyed, you know, both had this in common. And maybe you're going to adjust and pivot and focus on that. So try more. Work with more people before you really set yourself into a core audience. That's my advice for today. So keep on keeping on out there. Keep changing lives, including your own. I'll see you next time.